Welcome to Beth and Jordan Rewatch. I'm Jordan, and I'm a nerd. And I'm Beth, and I'm also a nerd. For our show, we will rewatch TV shows and movies that Beth and I have enjoyed and try to look at them with a fresh perspective. And for this season, we'll be watching Vikings, which I have seen before, but will be Jordan's first time watching the show. This week's episode is Season 2, Episode 1, Brothers War. All right, and welcome to this first episode of Season 2 for Vikings, uh, where we have Brothers War. And welcome to our first recap of the season. Uh, we haven't changed anything from this last season to this one. Beth will still, to the best of her ability, and she's pretty good at it, recap 40 minutes of information down into just one. Uh, Beth, we have Brothers War, and I have my eye on the clock. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right, here you go. Three, two, one, go. All right, so we start off, start off with the titular Brothers War. Ragnar and Rollo are fighting against each other. Ragnar is surprised that Rollo decided to betray him. A big old battle happens. Rollo kills one of his best friends. Then he's like, ah, no, I can't kill my brother and surrenders. Uh, They were able to sort of come to agreements like, let's go raiding. They head back to Kattegat where Rollo is undergoing trial for betraying his brother. The lawmaker is like, nah, fam, the god said you could live, so I'm going to let you live too. And Rollo has an existential crisis about it. Meanwhile, Ragnar and Lagertha are having kind of marital strife just because of the Auslog thing. And guess who shows up but a very pregnant Auslog. Ragnar tries to get them to reconcile and is like, hey, let's be a thruple. And Lagertha is like, nah, fam, I'm out and decides to leave. Um, Bjorn eventually decides to go with her. And that's where we end off the episode. Also, Floki gets injured somewhere in there and is slowly getting better. Yeah, with four with four or five seconds to spare. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's it definitely is as you were saying. There is there's so much so much that happens in this episode. It'll be all fun to unpack. But once again, Beth, like I almost want to get an applause soundtrack going on once again. <laughs> once again, Beth nails the one minute recap of these forty minutes of of chaos. in the meat of the episode where we analyze the episode and try to come up with any conclusions a comment on character arcs and enjoy basically do the most nerding out that we do in this entire thing and so beth we we're talking about brothers war here um a title that i have to admit is a little bit um misleading and that the yeah. brothers war is like <laughs> what five minutes long and then it's just like 40 minutes of everything else it's like let's get through all the fighting and get straight to what we want which is the conflict (laughs) yeah it's and it's so interesting like this episode i don't know there were some interesting choices about this episode and i'm curious to get your takes on it um because i have my thoughts and opinions um i'm gonna be honest i felt like a lot of this episode took things that had been established in the previous for the most part with some exceptions took most of the things that had been established at the at the series at the season finale of, ser- of season one and was just like eh, chuck those aside especially the whole brother's war thing like it felt rushed it was anticlimactic it was like the writers didn't actually want to have this happen and they're like let's get back to the social drama <laughs> Which is so, like, I was so disappointed by that. Like, a truly protracted brother's war. Like, I wanted an I wanted an A and B plot going on. I wanted, like, a truly protracted brother's war. I wanted this tension with Lagertha and Ragnar, which, I mean, eventually happens. But I wanted that to kind of be, like, a subplot going on. I thought it all, I, I don't know, I was so excited about that. And then, yeah, like, like, I don't know, the most, like, 
I feel like we're kind of back to the writing from earlier in season one where like the emotional moments miss. So for example, like when uh, Rolo kills his best friend, I guess, I don't know. Was that what, what, what it would have been better if they'd set them up as being better friends earlier on, but <laughs> right. Well, that's, no, but that's exactly it. Like when they killed him, I was just like, like, I know I'd seen him, but I was just like, um, I don't care that you died. Um, mm-hmm. There's no emotional weight. It's kind of like how they introduce Palpatine at the end of the ninth, <laughs> the ninth Star Wars movie. Like, had they even dropped that hint at the end of the eighth one, then sure, maybe we'd have had buy-in. But instead, it was just kind of like, I guess he's there. Yeah. I almost wonder if, like, they didn't get as much of a budget for this season as they were hoping. And they're like, shoot, mm. we can't afford that many battle scenes. <laughs> so Yeah. I guess, yeah. It was like a skirmish. It was a single skirmish, and a couple yes. people got injured, and that was it. <laughs> yes, and and, then, and Ragnar gives this big like, "Why are we killing each other?" speech, and oh, that convinces everyone because obviously the whole problem is that we're killing each other. Um, oh, and this happens to work nicely with Ragnar's vision of going west. Um, mm-hmm. So that's mighty convenient. It would have like. It just runs into the same problem I feel like we were having, like you said, in the beginning of last season, where it just doesn't let it breathe. Yeah. Like, it's like something happens and then another something happens. And I'll say, like, the first half of this episode definitely felt prey to that a lot more than the second half. I actually really like the second half of this episode. Yeah. But. yeah. And and we'll talk. We'll definitely talk more about that. But, I like, I don't know. I felt it would have been a miss. I mean, obviously, because it's first. But I don't know. Like, I'm not going to lie. Going into this episode, like, I was prepared for this to be a major plot point of season two. And it just, I don't know. It was just immensely disappointing. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. And I guess, I guess my prediction at, you know, at the end of the last one where Rolo will survive, but Ragnar will win the war, like pans out to be true. But to me in like the most disappointing way. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I don't know, like, and maybe if you're okay with it, I kind of want to talk about Rolo for a little bit before we get sure. into before we get into Lagertha, this actually has to have been. So I will say for two straight episodes, this is probably the most I have somewhat liked Rolo. Um, now his whole scene where he looks Ragnar in the eye and he's like, I can't fight you. I'd be lying if I said I was, I was like, are you kidding me? It needed more setup. It if did. Do it that way. It needed more setup. Like, I don't know. Did you, I don't, did you find that believable? I didn't find, like, honestly, I just, the first half of this episode is just so damn anticlimactic. I couldn't feel any emotion besides disappointment the whole time. <laughs> yes, thank you. Okay. You know, it's one of these things, like, we, we try really hard not to talk a lot about the episode beforehand. We want it to be fresh feelings when we actually record. But yes, exactly. Like, that was, <laughs> I, I didn't want to come off, like, just saying that I wanted to make sure I got your feeling before I just blurted that out. But yes, like, I don't know. I watched the first five or ten minutes and I was just like, I don't know. I just felt, I felt cheated. It's just like, it's like, come on. Like we, we'd been set up, like, you know, give me some battles where, you know, where things don't look like they're going Ragnar's way, you know, or if, or if you're going to do this, let's have Rolo do some inner tension, you know, maybe have that last an episode or two, but instead it's like, Nope, we're over. Yeah. It's all over. And Rolo like almost serious, like seriously wounded Floki, but he has plot armor that protects him. So you know yay for that um <laughs> i don't know it just all felt it all felt worthless even even to throw away um a Jarl borg um mm-hmm. that felt like a throwaway because 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 you borg is an interesting character 
and then all of a sudden we're capsizing him. Um, because the plot demands it. Because the plot demands it, and it's just... I, I don't know. I agree with you. Disappointing. Like, there's no other way I can describe the first five minutes of this episode other than being disappointing. Like, I literally wrote down all this buildup and Rolo just quits. Like, <laughs> yep. I don't know. It may have had, like, and okay, let's, like, theoretically rewrite this episode a little bit. Let's sure. say you only have one half of one episode to do this. Or, okay. like, okay. one episode. Like, First, you would have to have more setup where I think his name's Arna, the one-eyed guy, and Rolo. Is that like his name? you show them, I think it is, but you show them being buds and being friends. You go to like them. You see that they're like have this bond of kinship between them. And then like you show Rolo kind of struggling with the fact that he's betraying Ragnar. You show more of Ragnar being hurt by Rolo's betrayal. Like, you do this, you even if you can't ha- don't have the budget to show these battles, like talk about different skirmishes and battles that have been going on, and then it's like have a little bit more build up to the actual conflict. You don't have the budget to have more than a dozen people. I get it. It's fine. <laughs> but like, maybe like have it be a little bit more chaotic looking. So it looks like there's more people instead of like, Oh, we're having 20 people standing across the field from each other and running to each other. Right. And then like, once Rolo does make the decision to kill his friend, maybe have like an Han Solo at the end of force awakens thing where he like reaches out and he's like, like still forgiving him and still loving him like a brother and then dying have that effect Rolo and be like, I can't do this anymore. Like that yeah. would just have been so much better. <laughs> yeah. But but to me but to me, all of that would have been difficult. What's difficult in this whole thing is whoever this yeah, you said the name. I don't even remember his name. The best friend guy. I don't even feel like we maybe he was there. I don't even feel like we really got to know him until this episode. Mm-mm. Like and, and I get it, like you you know, you've already probably done the whole first season. You can't like just suddenly build up this character, but like again, had he even had this friendship even been clear in previous episodes, like, I don't know, some of this, some of this writing stuff, like writing good stuff is hard. Like I am, mm-hmm. like, I do not pretend I would it's be good way at easier it. to go back and be like, well, if it were me, I'd have done this. Than right. like- <laughs> like, we are, we are not pretending we would be any good at it, but there are some small things that are, I don't know, that are, to me are kind of elementary. If you want me to feel emotional weight over someone's death, you have to have, take you have to have given it time to grow Mm -hmm. um because otherwise you just basically chopped off something before it even before it even was born or Mm -hmm. before it was barely born um and so yeah and so even with what you're saying which to me sounds like a better a better take on it a better episode even that to me would not have been enough just because Mm -hmm. this was not previously established you got to establish some things you gotta you gotta put you got to put the chess pieces into place and then let them play chess. You can't just you can't just throw them all into the action and expect us to understand how they all got there and have an emotional weight to it. Set up and payoff? Don't be ridiculous. Just payoff as even <laughs> even if it's cheap. Even if it's cheap payoff, just payoff. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. So anyway, so yes, the war the war is over. <laughs> um we are all friends now. Apparently, we're coming back home to Catacut, and yeah, things are, to put it lightly, awkward. Um, and Lagertha, and Lagertha, man, I will say if there's any one character, so if there's any character who earns the Rolo of the episode award, it's Ragnar. <laughs> and if there yeah. is. And if there's any one character who is like, you are my favorite character, everything you've done is flawless, it is Lagertha. Like I love her so much. <laughs> like I 
I got so mad at Ragnar in this episode. Like, honestly, Beth, I was getting so mad. Mm-hmm. Like, every part, like, like Ragnar wants no consequences for his actions. Yes. He wants to have it both ways. He want he wants to have his wife just get over it. Um, but also, but also, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, also, <laughs> no, 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 I know it's Oslog. I just couldn't, I couldn't think oh, okay. of how I was, I couldn't think of how I was oh, trying to say sorry, it, yeah. <laughs> but that's fine. You know, where, you know where I'm going with it. He wants yes. his wants his wife to get over it, but also wants, you know, he wants a double marriage, um, but also wants to feel like he's honoring his wife, wants Bjorn to get over it. Like, and, and, and his friends are backing him like, and the thing is like he he thinks that he's god touched basically he thinks that everything he does is preordained by the gods and that other people just need to either get out of the way or put up or shut up kind of a thing yes and it's just oh it was so maddening i was just so i don't know i was i was just so mad at ragnar this entire episode like how he how he talks to bjorn how he talks to lagertha even when he talks to gita like I'm sorry, even that didn't have emotional payoff. He's like, oh, my daughter, who I loved, all these things. Yeah, like, yeah. what what it, soft what soft moments have you had with Gita to, like, I mean, yeah, you did, like, these gentle, like, you know, it was obvious you were a loving father, but, like, if there was no indication until this point that you really had any, quarter, any sort of special relationship with your daughter. Yeah, Lagertha had a bot, because they obviously, like, yeah. she's the emotional heart of the family while Ragnar's off doing his own thing. Yes. <laughs> like, even even Athelstan, you know, we talked about it last episode. Yes. Even Athelstan, him mourning the death of Gita, like that has power because Gita was the only one who was nice to him. Like there's mm-hmm. emotional weight there. Oh, by the way, Athelstan is barely even in this episode. So. I know, it makes me mad. Yeah. So, <laughs> golly, like, but just, Ra- I don't know. And Ragnar just keeps moving the goal. Like maybe that's what it, it should be instead of just trying to say, it. I mean, it is both ways, but to me, it's it's moving the goalposts. It's it's all okay as long as I don't see her again. Um, now I genuinely have forgotten her name. What was her name again? Auslog. Auslog. Okay, thank you. Um, um, it's all okay. I'll never see Auslog again. Also, it was only one time. Mm, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, then suddenly Auslog shows up. And it's like, oh... It's all okay because it's good for the kids. Um, if we have a, if we have two marriages, um, oh, it's okay. Or, or my favorite one. Oh, it's okay because it really hurt me when my son died. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're right. Like he was like straight up manipulating her. And I appreciate it. Like why Lagertha like just gets high marks for me is because she didn't take any of that crap, and I have to say mm. that word so we can stay on the unexplicit version. Um, <laughs> but, like, she did not take that crap. And she, like, I don't know, Lagertha's character is real to me. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, I can understand her thought process, and, like, I don't know, I can see her in her mind, like, you know, she still loves Ragnar, and she still wants wants to keep this going, which is the conflict of he is stomping on her and mm-hmm. is making it impossible for her. And so... And he's basically choosing everything else over her at this yes. point. And so, like, the line she has at the end, and I'm going to butcher it, but it's something like, you are insulting me, um, something like, you have insulted me and humiliated me 
like I don't have any other choice mm-hmm. but to like but to divorce you and it's just like yeah yes oh girl <laughs> yes exactly like and I and I don't know how realistic that would be to Norse society I just don't I just don't know I don't know either yeah um but you know with my I guess with my 21st century western standards absolutely like you need to get out of there because he is treating you wrong um and seeing like she okay so Lagertha sure she's like a warrior and strong in that way but she is such a strong person too yes because she's not gonna sit there and take it just because she loves him she's like I am worth more than this I am going to leave even if my son doesn't go with me which you could just see her heart breaking when he said he was staying like she was like okay like gave him a hug I love you I have to still do this like I love her so much (laughs) and like obviously you know more than I do I also know that the actor is still hired on for a few more seasons. Um, so I know this isn't the end of us seeing Lagertha. Um, but even if I didn't know what I know, um, you know, you would think that we are going to continue to have her play some sort of role. Um, I mean, just especially the conflict of um, Bjorn versus whoever the son of Auslag will be. You know, there's always going to be a tension there. Um, and I will like, golly, just like another scene that just absolutely got me is when Auslog shows up and you see her standing in front of Lagertha, like Lagertha is like Lagertha is a one, a very pretty woman. Like she is gorgeous. Um, and she is strong and she's all these things in her, her own right. And mm-hmm. here's Auslog standing in front of her who does almost appear to be something coming out of myths. Like, she is really tall. Like I don't, I don't think I'd really gotten the the impression of just how tall she was in the last episode. Like she is really mm-hmm. tall, um, and you know, and beautiful in her own way, and all this stuff. And like I'm just sitting there, just like, dang it, Lagertha. Like I'm, I'm feeling for you because here, here walks in this beautiful tall woman, and sh- and Lagertha's got to be like, you've got to be freaking kidding me. Yeah. But one thing I kind of do appreciate, even though Auslog and Lagertha kind of have their moments where they're fighting against each other, Lagertha never. Her, her conflict is always with Ragnar, yes. and she keeps it that way. She's not, like, looking to tear Auslog down. She's not, lo- like, they, obviously she's mad, and, like, they have spats and stuff, but it's never, Lag- it's never feels like it's Lagertha versus Auslog. It's always Lagertha versus Ragnar, which I really, yes. really appreciate. Agreed. Agreed. On all accounts. It, it, her, her conflict is with Ragnar. It's his stupid decisions. Um, it's not so much Auslog. Um. And, and I was a little scared because there was a moment she said, like, I'll do what I do, need to do to protect my son. Um, I was a little worried that that meant that she was going to do something against Auslog. Um, but fortunately, it didn't go there because cat fights are stupid. Yes. Um, and and this plot line is much better. Um, so. So, yeah. I don't know. What, what, what else is th- what else is there to say about I, I have some comments on Bjorn like very few very very i few. have just one more kind of like i love the scene where auslog was talking about like oh my mother was the shield maiden brunhilda and my dad my father was the sigurd who are your parents she's like they were farmers like they were simple farmers and there's nothing to be ashamed of in that like yeah. love that so much <laughs> well, I, I was gonna say like the, i think the part of that scene that I, I completely agree i think the part of that that's really great is she's just like nobody is just the nobody is just a simple farm or nobody's just a child of simple farmers or like she's just, she just mm-hmm. blows off her comment. Lagertha is like, for some people, yes, they are. And they are. <laughs> and that it's okay. Yes. 
yeah like i oh i agree that is such a good scene because that is it, it is very revealing of their characters lagertha is who she is and she knows who she is and she is okay with who she is mm-hmm. um and um auslag not that she's not okay with who she is auslag obviously is very self-confident too but mm-hmm. but auslag to her value like she's gonna be almost patronizing but but to her everything is special and everything has to have a special meaning or whatever because she is special mm-hmm. um and so oh you're not just merely this well like because in her because in her mind it's not because in her mind everything has to be special mm-hmm. um and that's just not how lagertha is not everything has to be special yes and then Bjorn, first of all, I don't I don't like the false start where he's like, oh, I'm not going to go with mother. And then it's like, just kidding. I am going with mother. I, I kind of wish he'd just gone with mother. But it, I, yeah, but it, it also makes sense in like he, he had just been like taken aside and like, oh, make, like you want to go with your father or like your dad is Ragnar Lothbrok. And he's like, yeah, because like if that hadn't happened, he probably have gone with Lagertha. No problem. He hates his dad. right now. Yeah, <laughs> but eventually like was able to make what i think is the right choice so yeah agreed agreed and so and and the acting is still not very good but but that being said um i don't appreciate appreciate that bjorn's character is at least still con- is consistent mm-hmm. um i appreciate how the character is depicted even if i still <laughs> uh, the acting what? is still not you good. are not a fan of child actors don't be ridiculous. Yes, especially since they usually sound like that. <laughs> um, is there is there a high is there a high note to to leave it on instead of instead of Bjorn's terrible acting? I guess. Um. No. Could, could, <laughs> I don't know. I guess. I guess the the note we could leave it on is: I am genuinely curious what happens to Lagertha, and I think where the where the plot goes with her. Um, it's going to be really fascinating. So. All right. And it's time to wrap up our episode by doing our ratings and then predictions. Our ratings are done on a five-point scale. Decimals allowed. Explanations required. Beth, for Brothers War, what rating do you give to this? I'm going to give this one a 3.6. I think there was a lot of missed potential that we obviously talked about earlier in the first half of, half of the episode that really drag, dragged the rating down a lot for me. Mm-hmm. But goddamn, I love the second half of the yeah. episode so much. <laughs> yeah? Uh, you know, had there not been... Lagertha's consistent character this would have been easily within the two range for me um I'll go I'll go with though a three um if I were to rank like everything except for Lagertha it would be a two maybe a 1.5 it's terrible like the Mm -hmm. writing is terrible um Lagertha's story though is like a four and a half or five (laughs) so like it's a very schizophrenic episode Mm -hmm. um so I'll go with a three Lagertha is great. Everybody else sucks, and we didn't even and we didn't even talk about Siggy and Rolo. That's how unimportant everything else was. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that was unimportant. So. <laughs> All right. So moving ahead to next episode, which I feel like I want to do a little bit of a spoiler just so you can get a little bit more of a sense of what 
to predict. Um, okay. There is a time jump for the next episode. Okay. Oh, that's a pretty not... significant one. Oh. Oh. So okay. like a couple of years at least. Oh my. Oh wow. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> figured I'd, I'd give you a little bit of a helping hand with that. But... Yeah. Holy cow. Okay. Yep. Season two, episode two is Invasion. Jordan, what I'm, do you think is going to happen? I'm, I'm so glad the writers of Vikings have listened to our comments about letting things breathe <laughs> um, and have decided to ignore that entirely and just continue the idea of, nope, jump ahead. Um, okay, so if it's Invasion, so in my mind, there's two things happening. Either we are invading England once more um, which seems most likely, or England is invading us, but that seems incredibly unlikely. So I'm going to say that once again we are invading the kingdom of Northumbria because we need we because the writing has gotten to the point it's so weak that we need another mustache twirling <laughs> we need another mustache twirling villain because uh, currently we lack a villain unless it's Ragnar, um, which it's not. Uh, so I'm gonna so first so I'm gonna say. I guess my first prediction is I, th- I assume that the invasion means that we are invading the kingdom of Northumbria, but with a full, like we are going full, the entire realm is invading. It is going to be a full onslaught led by King What's-His-Face. Um, yes, we're just going to call him King What's-His-Face. Are you talking about the Scandinavian king? That's King Horik. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yes, that's the one. I'm really bad at names. If, it, if you haven't noticed, I'm really well, bad at Well, it's not like names. their names are like John. Like <laughs> That would be too Anglican exactly Uh, yeah um okay so that's my first prediction second prediction so again we know lagertha is still a thing um let's see what is lagertha gonna be up to lagertha and bjorn what are they gonna do what the adventures of lagertha and bjorn um let's see I'm I'm gonna say this is this has almost a zero percent chance of being right. I'm gonna say Lagertha is gonna go see the seer in this episode. That has almost a zero percent chance of being true, but we're gonna go with it. Um, and then the last thing I will predict. Oh, let's just go for it. I'm just gonna say Siggy is going to. Um, oh my gosh, names. Um, Siggy is going to murder. Oslog. There we go. I'm going to say Siggy is going to murder Oslog. That will be my, that is, those are my solid, perfect predictions, tremendous predictions uh, (laughs) for season two, episode two, Invasion. All right. And we will figure out what happens next week on Beth and Jordan Rewatch. Yay. Yay. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Beth and Jordan Rewatch, where we rewatch our favorite movies and shows and discuss what we love about them. You can find all of our episodes on anchor.fm slash BJ Rewatch or on Spotify at Beth and Jordan Rewatch.